guys. I'm here with Dr. Ranjot Bogal, and she is a counseling psychologist based in London. How are you? Good, thank you. And yourself? I'm good, thank you. Um, so we're very excited to have you here today. Um, before we get started, I just want people to kind of get to know you, know a little bit about you. So just kind of tell us your story, how you got into counseling psychology, just a little bit about yourself. Firstly, thank you for having me on to talk about mental health. Um, so as Ria said, my name is Ranjot um, and I am a counselling psychologist based in London. So growing up, I wasn't really exposed um, to mental health that much and I didn't really have an understanding. But I think that's because there was such a stigma attached to talking about it that I only started to realise what anxiety was when I experienced it myself from the age of 18. And I started to have panic attacks and sought my own therapy. Um, to overcome that and as the years went on I started to become more aware of the double standards that I was experiencing in the South Asian community whether that was as a sister a daughter as a wife later on um, daughter-in-law I was finding there were so many double standards and because of those double standards I was ingrained with such limiting beliefs like I'm too slim, or I'm too ill, I'm a failure, etc. And once I qualified, I realized I never want another South Asian woman to feel like that again. And so my mission now is to support South Asian women to find their voices to break this cultural conditioning, to break those limiting beliefs and to live a more fulfilling life. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, so basically, like you kind of went into this a little bit, but what kind of role do you think that the stigma plays in South Asian women and South Asians today in mental health regards? I think there's definitely been a shift as social media has evolved. I feel like people are talking about mental health more, but there's still such a huge stigma attached to mental health in our community. It's seen as such a taboo subject and I completely understand why because I've seen that it can turn into gossip in the community um it can have a knock-on effect that's what people perceive it could have a knock-on effect on their education on their careers if people find out about it on marriage prospects so it's not really spoken about and if somebody is experiencing it what i've found is they're told to keep it within their home so don't discuss it outside of the house um it's a secret that we have to keep within our family right i've noticed like itself um, like I live in very predominantly Indian town and I've noticed like a lot of people struggle with mental health things but they're told like oh we don't want to talk about it because like we don't like what will other people think um, and so I think that's been let's played like such a huge part in it too so I kind of want to know like what advice would you give to those people who are told to like keep it on the hush like what would you say to them personally what I would say is that there's nothing to be ashamed of with mental health and if you feel that your family aren't understanding or they can't understand or don't want to understand or speak to you about how you're feeling, then reach out to other people, whether that's extended family that you feel comfortable with, aunts or uncles, um, whether that's talking to teachers at school or your peers, colleagues at work, whether that's ringing even confidential helplines. So sometimes it can be quite helpful to speak to somebody who's outside of the family just to get a different perspective. Um, there's medical professionals available as well. And 
my DMs are always open. So if you feel that you don't feel comfortable speaking to anybody else, reach out to me um, and I can guide you the best that I can with the support that's available. I think like there's such a huge stigma also in the culture about like therapy itself and going to therapy like people think once you're in therapy like you have some sort of serious crazy mental condition but that's not true I feel like a lot of people just on a regular basis go to therapy because it helps them to talk about things and so how do you think we can break that stigma around going to therapy? You're right I think there is a stigma attached to coming to therapy but I think again it's partly to do with the media as well and how it's perceived um, how therapy is but it doesn't have to be only because you're suffering from anxiety or depression or some form of a mental illness it could just be part of your self-care routine that you're checking in with somebody you're checking in with your mental health and the one thing that I would suggest and to really get you to start thinking is if somebody had a broken leg would they not go to the doctor to get it cast up or you know just to get x-ray etc so in the same way if you're suffering from mental health symptoms seek that support you don't need to suffer in silence anymore that's what we're here for it's confidential so we're not going to be discussing it with family members or friends and gps don't even have to know if you don't feel comfortable there's policies in place to keep you safe you don't have to come in person if you're fearful that somebody's going to see you walking into a clinic and know that you're attending. You know, since COVID, there's a lot more available online over the phone. So if you speak to your therapist about your concerns, they will be able to discuss ways to make it an easier process for you to engage with therapy. Right. I feel like I also like never thought of it as part of like a self-care routine. So I feel like that kind of added to it too. Um, so kind of also like I asked you earlier what advice you would give to someone who was um, like struggling with the stigma what what advice would you give like a lot of people who are viewing this who are listening to me are like teenagers and like kids my age I'm 17 um, so what so if their parents were like the people who are instilling the stigma and saying like oh the idea of mental health isn't real what advice would you give to their parents to parents firstly I think they don't realize the impact that they're having on their children and long term it's making it much much worse for them that actually I think there needs to be a real education for parents as well initially about how they can support their child with mental health rather than not talking about it and saying you know what will other people think other people whatever they think they're not there to support your child they're not there in your home to support your child your child is your main priority and try and listen to them rather than passing judgment and saying you know oh you'll be okay just sit back and listen to what your child is telling you but also ask them what they need it may be that they don't need anything from you they just want you to hear them it may be that they want something specific from you so rather than jumping in and trying to problem solve with what you think is the correct way because it isn't always the correct way listen to your child and what they need and just let go of what is the community going to say because that isn't going to make your child happy yeah that's so true I feel like I wish I could tell that to so many parents here also um so how do you think and like I feel like you kind of just like said this a little bit but 
Um, how do you think we can go about like breaking these stigmas? So I think we need to have more conversations such as this. We need more out there, more people calling it out that this isn't okay anymore. I think, you know, particularly with me growing up, it just felt like the norm. Like you don't talk about these things. It's normal to feel like, you know, your skin is too dark or you're too slim or you're too big or you're too, you're not worth it. It just felt normal and that's not okay because we shouldn't be feeling like that. We should be empowered individuals education is key I, th I think we all need to start thinking about how we are part of the issue as well just think about parents for example or just caregivers the amount of pressure that they put on children to be high achievers in schools get conventional jobs like doctors lawyers etc but is your child happy at the end of it probably not and what's more important for them to be stuck in a job that they're not happy with, suffering with depression and anxiety or any other symptoms, what's the point? Why have you put them through all of that for them to not have a happy life, just to have the title of lawyer or doctor? It's just not worth it. Right. Um, do you think, wait, you also brought up like this when you were talking just now, you brought up the idea of like um, dark skin color and like colorism. So that was another thing that I've like kind of wanted to touch on in like my recent podcast and stuff. So I just want to know, like, I just want to know if we could talk about that a little bit, like what role do you think like there's a stigma behind like colorism and like where that stems from? I just want to hear your opinion on it. Definitely. I, I see it all the time that, you know, people are coming through with body image concerns whether that's how they perceived their body shape is the color of their skin and actually it's so harmful because it can lead to eating disorders it can lead to them engaging in really self-harming behaviors to change their physical appearance such as bleaching their skin etc and and they and that's all started because they've been made to feel like they're different in society whether that's coming from the Bollywood films growing up they were very different when I was growing up um the media and what they portray to be beautiful social media thinking about all the aunties and uncles in the community what they perceive to be beautiful and if you deviate from that you're made to feel ugly you're made to feel like you're not enough or you're not worth it or you need to change yourself to be accepted in the community you need to change yourself to to be a prospect for someone to get married to, etc., rather than just being accepted for who you are and what you bring to the table. Right. So like I um I come from like a very predominantly like South Indian area. And a lot of people are like commonly darker, but I've always noticed that like it's the fairer you are, the prettier you are. And so and I feel like that kind of stems from more of like older generations to like my parents, people my parents age and older. Um, so how do you think we get them to let go of that mindset? Is that possible? I think it's possible if they want to let go of it. And and this is really difficult because some often when I see people in therapy, the number one thing they say is, well, if the other person just changed, then I would I wouldn't have this problem. But actually, we can't control what the other person is saying or what they're doing or how they're behaving. But we can change our response to it. So it's up to us now to say, 
that is not okay. You cannot say those things to anybody to make them feel like that. And hopefully with time, they will realize why they shouldn't be saying those things rather than us accepting or ignoring what they're saying let's call them out and say actually that's not okay again it goes back to that education of why they can't say those things anymore right and then um like as you said earlier bollywood films and like the media itself like what kind of role do you think that plays on like girls insecurities not only with colorism but just in general a huge role because if you think about what you're seeing in bollywood films if you're seeing what you see in the media and even social media it's what they perceive to be a beautiful woman is a certain way or they look a certain way we are now starting to see more people of color but it's only just starting to happen yeah i I think there has been a shift but there's such a still a long way to go to represent different body shapes different heights um different tones of skin there's just so much more that we need to do yet yeah I think especially in like the Bollywood industry like I've noticed recently there's been a lot more movies for like mental health and stuff like that but I also feel like in some cases they're portrayed as like very extreme when sometimes it's just like not it's not always like that like you can have a mental illness and it can be not that extreme and I feel like we just need to make it seem like more of a normal thing absolutely and I think part of it is also because we don't speak about it early enough is why it gets to that extreme level whereas actually if we speak about it as soon as we start to notice it and get the support that we need it may not get to that point right um so I don't want to keep you on here for like too long but I just wanted to know like what advice like just final words of advice would you give to um girls struggling with these insecurities or just people in general with these mental health issues facing the stigma that south asian culture puts on them like just one final word of advice my final advice would be that your voice is your power and sometimes it may feel like your voice is being taken away from you or you're being told to be quiet but that is the only thing that you have that nobody else can take away from you. And use that voice to seek help, whether that's through your parents, if you feel like your family members don't understand you or it doesn't even feel safe to speak to them about it, then seek that support from somewhere else because there's so much support available. Um, And like I said, reach out to me because my DMs are open and I will offer you that support as much as I can. Right. Thank you so much. Um, And also, can you just give everyone like your contact where they can find you so that I can refer you to people? Yeah. So my Instagram um, is at Ranjotvogel. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. That's all I had. Um, Is there anything else? No, that's it. Okay. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk to me. And thank you once again. Thank you.